welcome to another Driving with Randy. I'm your host, Road Rage Randy. This is episode three of the podcast. What we have, uh, what we have today is I just bought a Muscle Milk bar. I'm in, currently in the grocery store parking lot. Cookies and cream. I've never had one of these, so I'm give that a try. It, you know what? It kind of looks like peanut butter. But it's supposed to be cookies and cream. And then I have a blue Ultra Monster. I've been on those Monster grinds lately, which, I don't know. I, I, I try and stay away from it, but I don't drink that many. Um, from the time episode one and episode... This current episode we're filmed, it's been quite a time. So I try and keep my energy drink consumption down to maybe one or two a week and they are zero sugar versions so what we have on the agenda today what are we going to discuss man i'm trying to leave the parking lot and these cars just keep coming this is an off i'm cutting in front of this car fuck it all right there we go we're on the road so what we got on the episode today i am going to discuss the MMA fights that happened this weekend, UFC 235. I'm a huge MMA fan. I love MMA, which I just found out that one of the fight nights is coming to Minneapolis June 29th. I'm going to do everything in my power to uh, go see that. I was kind of taking up half the lane there, guys. Old dude giving me a bad look. What the hell do you want me to do, buddy? That's a terribly plowed sidewalk. Oh, my God. So we're going to discuss the... Man, that look that that guy gave me was unreal. He was an angry man. There's not much I can do. The, The plow did a terrible job, so it's taken up half of the other lane. So my vehicle... It's a big vehicle. I mean, uh, he's just angry. I'm not too concerned about it. So we're going to talk about UFC 235 as well as I wanted to tell a story about my Tinder experience. I know I brought up Tinder on the last episode. Let me tell you, I've been single for about five years, and it's not like I'm actively searching for someone. Tinder is just something to have fun with. So, uh, in the last episode, I had mentioned the story about the um, how I have my Mercedes and Waffle House picture up on my Tinder profile, because what girl isn't going to want to date a guy that's driving a Mercedes to a Waffle House, right? I must say, this this bar that I got, this milk muscle bar, is pretty bad. I was expecting more cookies and cream. This is like, just, it's not that tasty. Well, so we're going to go ahead and I'll tell you some of my experiences with Tinder. And while we're talking about last episode, um, I did forget to mention, you know, I was, I was re-listening to it and I'm, I, I had said... I had a missed opportunity down there, and then I start talking about how I had a Mercedes at Waffle. The whole point of that story was to say, I could have been, I could have filmed an episode down there if I had thought of this idea sooner. I could have been filming down in the Mercedes, but 
We're back in the Toyota Sienna, and we are on our way to work. Now, people always are ripping on me for having a Toyota Sienna. It's, it's a minivan. It's, it, it's useful. I mean, it's really useful. People are like, oh, it's a soccer mom car, which I get it. It kind of is a soccer mom car. But at the same time, I have so much room. I fit six people. Another perk I was talking about the other day was if I'm going, let's say I'm dropping 70 in a, uh, I'm dropping 70 in a, sorry, we had cars merging on. Um, I'm dropping 70 in a 60 or something and a cop sees me. You think he's going to pull me over? Hell no, he's not going to pull me over. He's thinking, Yo, that, that soccer mom has to get her kids to soccer practice. It's a win-win situation. And the funny thing is the people who are always making fun of me for driving a minivan are the same people who are begging for my help when they need something moved. I went ice fishing on a company ice fishing trip a couple weeks ago. One of the guys that always makes fun of me for driving a Toyota Sienna Guess whose ice house wouldn't fit in his car? That's right, his ice house. So I, I got it. I, I gotta take it around and get it out there. They would have been freezing out there if it wasn't for me. But well, let's be real. We had two houses. I probably would have been the one freezing my ass off if I didn't have the minivan. But let me have this one, all right? Let's go ahead and get right into the. UFC 235 MMA. Remember, we are driving, so this is hands-free. I'm going to have to go based off my memory of the night. The Buffalo Wild Wings that we went to, that's that's my choice of venue for pay-per-views when I want to be with friends. Otherwise, I'll just watch them in my basement. But it's always good. The servers are always super nice. You know, we, we got there at 6 o'clock, which is when the... Prelims started. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings does not show, show the early prelims, which are Fight Pass, which is kind of a downside to the whole ESPN thing as well. Buffalo Wild Wings will not be able to show ESPN Plus or Fight Pass exclusive cards, which is kind of a letdown. I, I enjoy going out with my friends for those cards. I really do. Well, we we got there at six, and it's a long day. You know we. Left at probably 12 o'clock right after the main event. John Jones versus Anthony Smith. As I was saying about the waiters, they're they're always super cool. You know, they're like, hey, you guys here for the fights? All right, I, I won't bother you. Just if you need anything, raise your hand. I'll, I'll kind of be looking at your table every now and then. And, you know, our, our wait, waiter, Tommy, shout out to my boy Tommy at Buffalo Wild Wings. He was, he killed it, man. I mean, we rose our hand. And he, you know, I can't say we ever went longer than 10 minutes without him at least checking our table, like staring at it. I keep an eye on him if we needed anything. He, he was running back and forth for our orders and whatnot. You know, going out, it gets expensive when you're out for six hours. My tab was $40, but it's always a good time to watch fights with friends instead of sitting in the basement all alone. Getting out with real friends and Getting some good food is always a plus. I started the night off in the prelims 
I started off with a chicken quesadilla. Pretty dang good quesadilla. Every place I've ordered a quesadilla from in the past year has been just straight fired. Well, quesadilla is not something I normally order, but I went out with a coworker one night and he's like, you want to split a quesadilla and we'll get a pizza? Yeah, that, that's good to me. One of the best quesadillas I have ever had. So, Wild Wings, it was between the mini corn dogs and the, what do you call it, um, quesadilla. Corn dogs and quesadilla. I, I picked the quesadilla. Don't regret that decision at all. So the prelims were really good. Um, Zabit and Jeremy Stevens was the main fight of the prelims. That's one of the fights I was looking to, I was looking forward to the most. Well, I must say, I honest to God thought Jeremy Stevens won that fight. But you have to remember, I was watching on a small TV and I was watching without sound. I truly felt like he was he was controlling yes i I understand with the rules how they work control is not the number one thing you're judging on but i i did have jeremy stevens winning one in three and when i checked the internet it it doesn't seem like too many people are upset about zabit winning well i am happy that zabit got the win I'd much rather him have a win that was earned, I suppose. I have yet to go back and take a look at it, but that is certainly something I will do because I am curious as to if I was just off that night in my judging. So I'm going to cover the main card. We had the first fight on the main card was, I want to, oh, it was Cody Garbrandt and Munoz. I didn't know Munoz going into this. I know Cody Goldbrandt because well, he fought TJ Dillashaw twice and had that dominant, dominant performance on Dominic Cruz. That's the kind of Cody we need. I, I felt really bad for him. He got caught with the exact same thing he did both TJ fights and now this fight. He, he gets stuck in a brawl, he leaves his chin open, and he gets hit with the right upper hook. It's, I, I feel bad for the guy. I, I, I really do like him. I hope he comes back even stronger and he finds what he needs and is focused. I should, I think focused is what I'm looking for. Well, I do feel like he's focused. He needs to, he needs to be calm in the ring and he needs to play more strategic. And when he went in against Dominic Cruz, he had a game plan. The game plan was, it, it, it was shown. 100%. You knew his game plan. And just in the, the last couple of fights, I think it, it, he got a little cocky and it got to him. So I hope he bounces back. I don't know what's next for Munoz. I don't know what kind of a run he's been on, if he's deserving of a title shot or what. He, I mean, he fought Cody Garbrandt, so he's got to be up there. The next fight was Tisha Torres and, well, I, I think, what is it, like, Wiley Zong, something like that. Uh, some some Chinese lady. No, that was that's the kind of fight I expected, I suppose. Um, I, I've only seen one of Miss Zong's fights, so I didn't know what to expect. I know what kind of damage Tisha can do. She she seemed a little off, and 
ended up taking the loss in a decision. So she'll be back, hopefully. I, I do like her as well. So I, I will say both of my picks lost. I, I did terrible on my fight picks. Um, it was like, I, I don't even know what I did. I didn't add them up. So then the third fight we had was, oh, that was Ben Askren and Robbie Lawler. Kind of a controversial stoppage. Um, I did listen to Ariel Hawani's show today, and he had Ben Askren on to give his take on it, as well as Kobe Covington was on after him to give his take on it. Now, this is what I thought. My initial reaction at B-dubs was, his arm's limp. I thought his arm was limp. He was out. And then go to the replay. It, it certainly looks like his arm went limp. And Herb Dean gave a check. Now, that's where I feel like he, he called it too soon. Because when Herb Dean gave him that check, his arm was still up. He didn't drop it. I have yet to see if Herb Dean made a statement on the decision. Well, the, the, ultimately, the decision is going to stand unless it gets taken through that whole process with Nevada. But I do believe, I, I personally feel like it was a good stoppage. And the next fight, Tyron Woodley and Kamara Usman. Man, I don't think anyone was expecting that. Kamara Usman with a dominant performance on Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley has dominated Every single one of his defenses so far. And Kimura Usman came out and not only outstruck him on the feet, he outgrappled the guy too. That's so big congrats to him. We'll see what happens in the welterweight division. I know Kobe Covington is the interim title holder, I guess. I think Dana White had said Covington is up for the title shot next, but we'll see what happens in that division. And then your main event, John Jones, Anthony Smith. Now, the last card we were at, oh my god. One of my friends is a John Jones fan, and that's when the whole picogram thing came out. And man, some of the people in the bar area were just hating on us when we were cheering for John Jones. It was, it was a good time. He was super mad when John Jones finished, uh, Gustafson. So the Anthony Smith fight, God, is John Jones just that good or what? He gets a two-point deduction and he still gets the W. That is crazy. Um, he, he had an illegal knee, which I, I thought it was legal, but when you go to the rules, apparently under the old rules, which Nevada is under, that was an illegal strike. I hate that. They, they're called the unify rules. Why don't you fucking unify them? My God, that's super annoying. John Jones took the win. We, we leave 12, or probably 12 o'clock. It was a good night. You know, there are downsides to going to bars. You can't always hear the sound. And there's other people there that might hate on you for who you like as a fighter. But it's all in good spirit. It's not any heated. At least in my experience, it hasn't been any. Now that we finished the MMA section, let's go ahead and I'm going to talk to you guys about Tinder. Tinder is something I have never taken seriously. I, I, I really do not. It's kind of more of a go on there, have fun, 
shoot your shot. If something happens, it happens. You know, it's not, oh, I didn't get any matches today. I'm depressed kind of a thing. It's kind of, oh, I got two matches. Let's see what we have to say to them. Shoot a good pickup line. See what works. You know, play the field a little bit, I suppose. I've only ever met up with one girl that I've met on Tinder. And that was at the state fair. I met up with her. Uh, I, I actually work the state fair and I have a lot of free time. So I, I was talking to her and we're like, let's meet up. So we met up. We had a good conversation. I've met up with her two or three times. It's, I, I actually think she has a boyfriend now. It's nothing I'm seeking out of her, but it's a, a friendship, I suppose. A friendship that we never speak to each other, but if we're both at the state fair, we'll meet up and see each other. Once a year, kind of an ordeal. I, I honestly couldn't tell you what kind of a line I used on her. I have some pretty good lines back in the day. I, I posted on Reddit one time, one of the lines I shot at this one girl. She was, God, she was a, uh, she had in her bio what I believe was like, I'm fluent in Spanish or something, speak to me in Spanish, something along those lines. So I said something along the lines of, man, I took Spanish in high school. I got an F. But somehow I convinced her to pass me and give me a D. Said, would you be w willing to let me give you my D? Something along those lines. And uh, she replied, um, what the girl said in reply was, just like your Spanish teacher, I'm going to have to pass. Oh, shit. I got roasted the hell out of. Uh, I had an experience down in Atlanta where me and my friend actually matched with this same girl. We sent her the same message at the same time. She replied to both of us. And to me, she was like, WTF? I just got two of those at the same time. And we, we sent the same message again, same time. And she replied, she, she, I want to say she said she was confused. And pretty much how the conversation ended was, we asked if she's down for a three-way. Just, it, it was never going to happen, but again, it's Tinder. We're there to have a good time. What the hell? Let the dude merge! People don't know how to drive. I'm in the middle lane, so I don't have to worry about it, but the guy to the left of me, there's a merge, there's a merger from the left, an entry ramp, and he totally wasn't letting the guy on. Um, one of my best lines... Again, I, I can't read it straight from my phone because I'm driving, but it was, it, I, I didn't know what to expect. I, I sent a GIF, I found a GIF, it was Galinda from The Wizard of Oz, and you know how in The Wizard of Oz she goes, are you a good witch or a bad witch? Well, I found a GIF of her saying, are you a good bitch or a bad bitch? Now... What kind, what, what do I expect to get out of that? But I found it. I'm just like, okay, let's send it. So I send a girl that and she replied. She said a little of both. I said, well, that's good. You were, God, what was it? I, I, I want to say it was, why don't, oh yeah. Why don't you be the wicked witch of the East and I'll be the house that smashes you? And she goes, well, only if I get to wear my red heels. And I said, yeah, that's fine. Just like Dorothy tapped her heels three times, there's something I'd like to tap three times. 
I, I don't remember what her reply to that was, but she's, she's like, oh my god, you are smooth. And I replied, then there's only one thing left to do. Follow the yellow brick road and get to Oz. And I know what I would ask for when I get to Oz. Your phone number. And you know what I got? I got, she replied, cute. Boy, was I pissed off. Like, that is a perfect line. And she's replying, cute. Oh, that, such a waste of a good line. Shoot some pretty good lines and have a pretty damn good time when I want to. What's going on here? Are you moving over or what, buddy? I don't, I don't fucking know what's going on. Ah, man, I can't remember if I talked about this, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. So, this is episode three, and it's something I have been looking into. I, I want to make about ten or so episodes before I post, just so I have something to fall back on, because that way if I post once a week, I then have ten weeks to fall back on. So, it might be coming out a little behind, so UFC 235 might have been quite some time ago, but that's all right. I wasn't sure how I'm going to go about hosting this podcast as far as iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, um, MP3 file. I, I didn't know what I was going to do. While ideally I'd like to be on iTunes, I feel like that will reach the best fan base. Looking into it, you need to have a podcast host that does like RSS feed, I believe is what it's called. And for that, it, it costs money. And I'm not... I'm not that invested into this. While there are free services out there that let you post, it's a limited amount of space. Like, I, I want to say one of the places allows three hours of video. So I'd be able to post three hours of video and then I have to start taking them down. And the way my podcasts are working is I'm putting them in order. So we'll see what happens. I, I kind of want to just feel like I'm going to start on YouTube. I'm going to post these, all the YouTube audio only, hopefully gain some subscribers, maybe get up to a 100 subscriber count. I feel like that would be a fairly good start. And if people are constantly coming to view it, I will have uh, MP3 version of the podcast on my description, as well as I'll find some other kind of a media hosting website where I can put the mp3 up and people can listen to it so if they want to listen to it on the go they can do that but until I'm getting a certain number of viewers like so if I'm able to make nine dollars if I'm able to make three dollars an episode that is enough to pay for the hosting service which is then when I will go ahead and get on the hosting service but for Right now, I, I don't want to take a hit as far as um, a hosting service because I'm doing this more for fun and not something I'm doing as a way of income. I just felt like I listened to so many podcasts and it's something that I could produce, so I might as well go ahead and produce it. This is actually... This is a little longer podcast. I'm almost to work. I'm able to judge how long my podcasts are from based on where I am on my way to work. And we are, we made some good progress. There is some blank space. I, when I, when I'm recording these, I just have my mic near my mouth and I go into my editing software and I'm able to cut down like 
five, six minutes worth of blank space per episode because I either take too long in my thoughts or I mess up and I kind of leave a little space and I start over. I, I don't do too much editing. I try my best to get the sound quality to be a little better because you do hear a lot of background noise. But as I said, if what? That guy almost rear-ended me. But as I said, as this podcast progresses and hopefully gets more views, I'll be able to put some money into, you know, a better mic. You know, maybe we can hook my car up with some cameras so that way you can get a live feed. You know, someone cuts me off, I'm able to show you guys me getting cut off instead of just explaining it to you. Stuff like that. I think that's all I have for today's episode, episode three. I appreciate you all coming back and stick around for an episode four. Bye.